from Joburg, South Africa. This is The Morning Mayhem on Trans Africa Radio. Have always been free. AKA on this one, team up with Rick Rick, DJ Tira. Number the song is called Free. And of course, right before that, we took you all the way to the beautiful country of Kenya. She goes by the name of Fena Gitu. Number the song is called Kaienda. It also kickstarted things with music brought to you by Fatumara Diawara, all the way from the beautiful country of Mali, coming through with Nderini. Time now is exactly 13 minutes past 10 o'clock Central African time. It's the third, and of course, the final hour of the show. And in the building, red button now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome the one and only Mr. Jan Furi, the CEO of Evolution Global Investment Solutions. Welcome back, my son. Welcome back. Good to be back, man. Good to have you back, you know? You right? I'm good. Yeah, man. It's good to have you back. Mondays have been like so weird lately. <laughs> yeah, they've been so weird. It's like, yo, man, where's the education? I miss, you know, something that is actually missing. But today we're just going to be talking about starting a business, doing your homework before you begin to actually maximize your chances of success. Now, a lot of people actually want to kickstart businesses. They don't know where to start. So now, what should entrepreneurs consider before starting a business? You know, I think, you know, uh, we, we just entered the... The 20s, and I think many people, you know, often think about kickstarting a business yeah. um, at the beginning of the year. You know, mm-hmm. so you've got a sort of a 12-month window there for for getting going. You know, but you know, we all know statistically, roughly 50% will fail in the first 24 months, hey. and that's largely hey. because the entrepreneurs or the owners of the business mm-hmm. uh, they don't have the skills, mm-hmm. the experience, um, or the resources to build a su- sustainable business. Oh, okay, yeah. and 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 the reason for that, and the reason why most fail is is generally down to poor planning. Okay, so an entrepreneur mm-hmm. they may have a superior product, but you know to whatever else is in the market, but they can still fail. And the, and there's a few considerations, and that is that not only is product important. Yeah. Not only is passion important, mm-hmm. and not only is people important, but a plan is important. But all those things need to come together. And it's quite interesting, you know, I was fortunate enough to be um, down at the coast in, in the Western Cape. And, it's, yeah. and I must say, I do love observing um, businesses that are successful when your intuition says, why are they? Because they probably mm-hmm. shouldn't be. And I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in the town of, of Hermanus, again, fortunate to be there for two weeks and have a great holiday down there. Yeah. And it's, it, it pulls in a lot of tourists for, 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 that, for that period. Mm-hmm. And um, it's one of those seasonal places where in season you get all the tourists and I think all the restaurants and the sort of local businesses um, do very well. And then, and then you've got uh, 11 months where they have to slog it out and try to survive until the next kind of December wave pulls in. Mm-hmm. And there was one particular restaurant, because most of the restaurants that are always packed and you can't get in, they've got a view of the sea and the ocean and they've got, you know, they've got yeah. location the on their, yes, mm-hmm. they've got, and they especially have location on their side, you know, people want to have a, have a, you know, a, a drink and a, and a meal um, staring at the beautiful ocean, you know, it's, yeah. it's a great experience, but mm-hmm. the most successful restaurant, in my opinion, in the town is one that sits sort of on the, I'd say it's it's in town, but it's on the far end of the town, and it's on a traffic circle. Okay. And it's a very unlikely place <clears throat> to have a restaurant, and it's been there for probably five years. Um, I, I've I've been there for dinner a few times. Yeah. And 
I would say it's probably the most successful and sustainable restaurant in in the town. And, you're, and, and you know, it begs the question, why is that? Because mm-hmm. it hasn't got the location. You know, so what are the ingredients that have made that business successful? And I know some of the other businesses in, in more favourable areas will actually struggle. Many of them will go out of business, yeah. and and a new operator will come in and 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 try uh, revive the business, and they'll do quite well in season, and then they'll probably struggle again. But this particular business does very well all year round and it doesn't have location which is the big driver there so it's going to have to have other factors you know so there um, the business owner has done something right yeah you know they've obviously had a plan a clear vision in place mm-hmm. um, to have this successful business and, and what are those factors and it's a number of things obviously producing a good product yeah because location isn't isn't pulling people in they've got a good product they've got good service mm-hmm. um they're consistent in what they do. They've got good customer service. You know, so it's a whole lot of elements that have made that particular business. And 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 again, when 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 it first opened, I thought they wouldn't be successful, and they have been very successful. Yeah. So, so that for me is 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 interesting. And there are lots of these types of examples mm-hmm. out there. So now you know, for a lot of businesses that really do not succeed, and you know, I was also reading like the stats of uh, small medium enterprises businesses that uh, they never last for more than five years. You know, yes. most of them after five years they actually kind of shut down. You know, because of maybe not offering um, a, a good product, or so maybe some of them actually do offer a good product, but maybe uh, there's there's a missing factor. You know. Yeah. And, you know, when it actually comes to the missing factor and you actually look at very good and successful businesses that actually do it and, of course, succeed, you know, even when they actually offer the very same product as the other person, you know, what is the missing link between the two, mm. if I may ask? Look, I, I must say from, 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 from what I've sort of um, looked at, I've actually found the biggest one is actually financial, uh, is financial mm-hmm. um, aspect, you know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you think about it, um, you need to be able to manage your cash flow yeah. and your your stock levels, but you also got to got to be able to manage the money you've got in the bank and, and utilize it in the most efficient way. Plus, you have to provide financials, and, and and one of the reasons why you need to provide financials is you cannot get funding without without good solid financials. So, yeah. a good accounting system, etc. Mm-hmm. And we'll touch on these points. But but for me, the the main missing factor, if I look if I've looked at this sort of holistically, mm-hmm. um, they all seem to kind of come back to a financial angle which is managing the finance side and that is all encompassing about a financial plan mm-hmm. about how you manage the money when you get it how do you get the money mm. and obviously how do you put it into practice and then obviously once you start making money looking after the cash flow and also making sure you're managing stock levels coming in and going out yeah. so that you you are cash flow positive but but very much in my opinion um, there are many factors by the way there are yeah. many factors we'll go through some of those mm-hmm. but but uh, one of one of the, the big ones is 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 is, is financial hmm. The handling of finances mm. is the biggest problem. Anyway, time now is exactly 19 minutes past 10 o'clock Central African time. Mr. Jean Fru is back in the building. So Mondays are never going to be the same again. Hashtag Money Mondays right here on Trans Africa Radio, 872 on DSTV, 609 on View HD. You can also stream us live on taradio.mobi. It's 
Some beautiful music all the way from the beautiful country of Zimbabwe. She goes by name of Shasha. Her real name is Shamiso Shemaine. Tender love on this one to my DJ Maporis and of course the Cubs of the Small, the Scorpion Kings. This one is actually taken from her debut EP. It's actually called Blossom. Please go out there and of course check it out for yourself. One thing that I also understand about her is that she's actually signed under Sony Music um, International. So hey man, congratulations on you sister girl. 24 minutes past 10 o'clock Central African time. And of course in the building, we're actually joined by Mr. Jean Fouy, the CEO of Evolution Global Investment Solutions. And today we're actually talking about starting a business and doing your homework before you begin to actually maximize your chances to success. Now, a lot of people actually start businesses, but now there is something that I just do not understand of why do they actually get it wrong? You know, maybe they get the steps wrong. So now what are some of the most important steps in actually starting your own business? Yeah, you know, I've sort of I've identified um, six steps, but but before we touch on those, yeah. I think you know, in order to be successful, mm-hmm. um, businesses need to firstly solve a problem. Yeah, or they must fulfill a need, mm-hmm. or they must offer something the market wants. So, as mm-hmm. an example of the problem is the microwave solved a problem. It solved a problem in heating food quickly. Yeah, you know, fulfilling a need is communities need electricians and plumbers. That's mm-hmm. an example of fulfilling a need. Yeah, or Offering something the market wants, and, and an example there would be, you know, a hot dog stand at a music festival. Yeah. So, so businesses have to, I'd say, tick one of those three boxes before you even think about heading in the direction mm. of actually starting mm. a business. But I've got six steps, and I think they're quite important, um, and, I'll, and I'll go through them quite quickly. But yeah. the first one is to do your research, okay? So this, um, some of the questions you can ask is, is there a need for your product or your service? Yeah. Okay? And who needs it? Are there other companies offering similar products and services Mm -hmm. and what is that competition like and how will your business fit into the market okay so those are some of the reach things and we've talked about this in many other topics how important research is and that maximizes your success in a business in investing in many different areas Mm -hmm. second point is to make a business plan and a lot of people bypass this step because they think they've got it all worked out Mm. in their head but put pen to paper it's very important so this is now the cornerstone of starting a business, is the business plan. Mm-hmm. And it, what it is, it's a blueprint, okay, that will guide your business from startup phase yeah. um, and through each phase of the business journey. Mm-hmm. So it's something that's put on paper and it's your plan. Investors and funders will demand a business plan. So if you want to go to a bank for finance, you mm-hmm. need it. So it's important to do it. Um, and, and they're not complicated and you can actually get a guide to a business plan online. And, and it's very, very uh, recommended. Yeah. The third point is plan your finances. Okay, so many entrepreneurs um, do not understand the financial requirements of a business. And one of the questions previously we talked about, yeah. one of the biggest issues is around finances, okay? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about VAT, we're talking about tax, we're talking about budgeting, we're talking about financial controls. Yeah. All of these are very important. A startup doesn't have to need a lot of money, okay? Mm-hmm. But you should do the following. Here are a few points. Put together a spreadsheet, Okay. okay. Yeah. Estimate your startup expenses. Are you going to have licenses and permits, equipment? What are those going to cost? Legal fees to set up, insurance costs, branding, marketing, inventory, trademarking your business, um, possibly opening events, property leases, etc. Get all get data on all those numbers, mm-hmm. and also estimate twelve months worth of running expenses. Things like rent, utilities, marketing, production, 
travel expenses, salaries, the whole thing. This is all around financing. And very importantly, get an accounting system. Mm. They're not expensive and they are very important because what it does, it, it keeps you on top of your finances. Mm-hmm. And by being on top of your finance, you can run your business more efficiently. Very important. And again, they're not expensive um, and they will help you with things like invoicing, things like budgeting, setting pricing, managing your stock levels. Yeah. And that is again cash flow. Mm-hmm. Um, setting um, uh, doing your VAT returns and obviously mm-hmm. getting m- monthly financials and all of that again is, is important if you want to get uh, funding for your business fourth point mm-hmm. is pick and register your business name picking a name can be very challenging mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know you can't pick a name that is being used elsewhere or of might course. be trademarked okay but here's a here's a here's a good tip is pick a name that actually describes your business it's a it's a good short cut to to helping people search for the type of business mm-hmm. and um, it helps you actually with kind of free marketing. And an, an example of this is you could start a D- DJ business and call yourself Tabang DJs. Now what that does, by calling it that, it tells who the DJ is and mm-hmm. it also tells you that that's your business. Mm. It's, it's offering a DJ service. It's a great way to to, to sort of do the name. What you, what, what you shouldn't be doing um, or I don't encourage, yeah. is to just have an arbitrary name, call itself Tabang PTY Limited. It actually doesn't help market your business. So, okay. so name selection, I, w- I would recommend um, that you, you think of something that does kind of explain a little bit about what you do. Yeah. Okay. Um, in South Africa, to register a name is, is, is inexpensive. You can do it with SIPSI, which is the company's an intellectual property commission. It'll mm-hmm. cost you 175 rand, so mm-hmm. it's not expensive. Fifth point is set up your business location. Mm-hmm. We're talking a home office, mm-hmm. private office space, mm-hmm. a retail outlet, or maybe an industrial area factory. But you must decide if you should locate close to suppliers um, or customers, mm-hmm. and if you should locate in a competitor hub, um, and if you should buy or if you should lease. Those are all decisions um, around location. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of people will purposefully set up their business close to competitors because it does create a hub. Okay. Um, you know, in Joburg, we have a, an area, of, for example, called Cromerville, which is all the interior decorators mm-hmm, are based. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and you know, if you want to go and look for furniture or indoor decor, it's all in a hub. So all the competitors have come mm. together in the same place. And so it's very useful. Yeah, is, is that a good idea? But when it actually comes to competition, because now you may actually offer a good product, you know, at a very yep. good price. You know, I may also offer like a, a very good product, but now the prices may also not be the same, yep. you know. Isn't that bad for business for me and probably good for business for you? No, it actually hasn't proven to be. Um, and, the, and the reason is, is that people don't actually like driving up and down mm, all across town okay. to go and find a, you know, let's say a carpet shop. In they'd rather go to one location where they yeah. can go from one to the next and and find the carpet that they want or the mm-hmm. painting or whatever it might be. Um, it's interesting if you look at at Burger King and and uh, McDonald's yeah. around the world, they are. In terms of location, they're always neighbors. Yeah. They will always be across the road or mm-hmm. next door to each other. Why? Because people know if I want to go for a burger, this is the place. Mm-hmm. And I can choose then if I feel like McDonald's or I feel like a Burger King on the day. Because people will will eat both, okay. generally speaking. Yeah. So competitors are, are quite smart that way. Is that they do almost team up in a way because it just helps draw people to the location. Mm. And then people can can hop around and decide. And maybe you know, one person will go in this one and one person will go in that, in that, in that store. So it does it. And then the last point is... 
the final step is to promote your business. Okay, yeah. so here and this, we all, remember, we're talking about a business plan. Yeah. Um, uh, this is this is around um, uh, pr- promoting your business around creating a marketing plan. Okay, mm-hmm. so define your unique selling proposition. Mm-hmm. It's called a USP. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do a number of things. Social media is an option. Yeah, you know, and it's it's it is inexpensive. Uh, basic networking, so word of mouth or just building up networks over time and it's it's very, very, very effective. Yeah. Um, and, and the point behind that is that your own, you as a person should be your greatest advertisement for your business. Okay, yeah. You know, talking positive about what you do. Yeah. And then obviously marketing comp- campaigns and those can be, you know, they can be expensive and they can also be inexpensive and then you've got to think outside the box and try to be innovative and and nowadays you know promoting a business is very it's very broad and there are very very many ways to do it yeah um, and obviously part of, of of branding marketing and and uh, and all of that is to constantly monitor uh, your success and obviously make adjustments around it Um uh, if if it's not working, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so now you know when it actually comes to a business registration, and of course the, the type of business that you probably wanna you know endeavor in, you know, um, there's a PTY Ltd, there's a I don't know, there's a corporate, you know, when it actually comes to such, you know, be, being a private, being a public company, you know, d- does it really matter, you know, like what is the importance of uh, you know describing whether it's actually a private company, it's a private limited company, or it's actually a corporate company, or Whatever the case might be, yeah, yeah. Look, in in, in South Africa, the um, as I mentioned, SIPC, um, they they do the company registrations, and it's an online process. You can do it yourself, mm-hmm. or you can go through an agency that can do it for you. Mm-hmm. But they basically are the um, uh, the regulator and the administrator administrator of uh, companies in South Africa. We used to have. Um, CCs or closed corporations, mm-hmm. those have been done away with. So new companies cannot open a CC, but mm-hmm. everything now is a PTY limited, okay, which is which is a, a limited liability private company. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, those are, and, and I think it's good because it's 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 now quite simple. It's sometimes confusing to have very different kind of forms. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is sort of a one uh, one size fits all t- type of thing. But yeah. obviously, around a business, um, there are. Uh, you know, I think the important thing is that it's it's not expensive to start. So don't mm-hmm. be put off by thinking it's a company, it's got yeah. to be expensive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's been done in such a way that it isn't expensive to start, but. Um, obviously, as you grow, and depending on who your customers may be, mm-hmm. that may have requirements in terms of how you need to conduct yourself from a reporting and regulation perspective. Mm-hmm. Again, financial companies have got a regulator, insurance companies have got a regulator, banks have got a regulator. Yeah. Um, you know, companies that offer services to to government will have to be com- be compliant and those kind of things. So, mm-hmm. so in terms of just the basic nuts and bolts of a business, quite yeah. simple. But in terms of taking it forward, there may be specific requirements placed on that business depending on what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, every every uh, industries of of oversight and, re- and regulation. So that, you know, medical uh, industry is the same, and that's there to protect um, the consumer or the customer. At the end of the day, those yeah. regulations come in. But in terms of just basic setup. Um, again, it's not expensive. It's not difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but from then onwards, you, depending on on the area or the focus or the industry that you operate within, there may be additional requirements in terms of 
of uh, operating requirements and regulation. But fair enough. And you, you also touched on uh, SIPs, you know, being being the, the you can also do it online. You can actually do it via agency. Is it advisable for you to actually do it via agency? Because maybe the cost may be a little bit too much, you know? Look, I, th- I think, um, again, you know, you need to do a bit of homework and, and shop around. It doesn't need yeah. to be expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time they can... Um, help you in terms of, you know, you may record, you may want to trademark something. Okay. Um, you may want to, a lot of the time um, it's difficult to register a name because the name might be in conflict with an existing name and they'll mm-hmm. help you through that process mm-hmm. of um, putting forward alternative names and managing the whole process. So, look, I think if you are constrained financially in terms of budget, yeah, um, certainly go and do it yourself. Mm-hmm. But, um you know, be careful around it. I don't, I don't think you need to be too careful, but I'm just saying just do a bit more homework. Yeah. Um, you know, e- even with an agency, you need to do your homework there and make sure you pick someone who's reputable mm-hmm. um, and um, that they're not obviously are affordable. But there are, there are plenty, um, you know, there's help out there for it mm-hmm. um, to help you through the process. All right, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Time now is exactly 36 minutes past 10 o'clock Central African time. We are speaking about starting a business, doing your homework before you begin to actually maximize your chances of success. Any questions you might have for Mr. John Furrier out here in the building, please WhatsApp them on plus 27-7925-44329. You can also give us a call out here in the studio. The number to dial one more time is plus 27 this, this is Trans Africa Radio. Trans Africa Radio, made in Africa. Beautiful music right here on Tier Radio. Dat Mobi KR on this one. Teaming up with Nandima Dita. Number the song is called Say You Will. Taken from his latest album. The music video is also out. So please, please go out there, rather. And of course, check it out for yourself. The time now is exactly 41 minutes past 10 o'clock Central African time. It's the third and, of course, the final loudest show in the building. We're actually joined by Mr. Jan Furi, the CEO of Evolution Global Investment Solutions. And today we are talking about studying a business and doing your homework before you begin to maximize your chances on success. You know, a lot of people, sadly, a lot of businesses, rather, um, sadly, do not make it and of course we actually kick started thing, uh, this uh, today's topic with exactly that you know so now what are some of the main causes of uh, businesses failing you know uh, besides finances because I see that finances are actually a big big contributing factor on that one you know so you know a lot of businesses do fail what is the main reason you know, there's, there's, there's a few reasons mm-hmm. I think the first one is poor planning mm-hmm. um, and we went through um, through some pointers earlier on um, but it's it's you know that's a critical component yeah. is planning you know you can't you can't have luck get you through you know it, sure. it's it's planning prevents um, you even starting a business if you you know if if, if it doesn't add up mm-hmm. and also planning um, maximizes your chances of success because you've you've mapped the road forward yeah. you know so you know kind of what the hurdles are going to be because you've done your homework mm-hmm. the second one is a lack of funding mm-hmm. um, so you haven't got enough money to actually give it a good go mm-hmm. you know and I think um, we'll probably talk next week around funding a startup business because it is obviously a key component and there's there's a few points and I think there's actually a follow up question on it yeah. coming but um, another one is, is is lack of financial expertise so how do you manage that money if you do manage to raise it you know, because again, you know, um, you can you can raise funding and have this 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 lump sum in your bank account, yeah. um, and it's you know it's got to be used for a multitude of things, uh-huh. paying the rent, 
you know, um, doing marketing and uh, and uh, paying salaries, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it needs to be managed and conserved um, properly so that again it maximizes your chance of success. Mm-hmm. And the final point is poor stock and cash flow management. Oh yeah, talk, cash is king. Cash flow is king. You know, you got to make sure that when you sell something, you get paid yeah. and that your terms are right. Um, but in all sense, um, it's important to to manage your production is important is as important to manage your sales and your uh, and all of that you know so those are some of the main things and 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 again you know when i talk about uh, funding lack or lack of funding and yeah. lack of financial expertise mm-hmm. and poor stock and cash flow management those are three three of the four points <clears throat> again those are financial in nature <clears throat> and it just goes to show again how important the financial planning aspect is in terms of starting a business yeah and running a business and making mm-hmm. sure it's successful. Mm-hmm. Q, I think has a question. I do. Good yeah. morning. Hey, what's up? And good morning to all the Morning Mayhem listeners. Um, quick question, because you mentioned mm. something about, you know, cash flow and that. And I think for the most part, SMEs especially just don't have much of that. Mm. And if you're going to start a business, you're most likely starting a small business, mm. right? You have to start somewhere. And you talked about, you know, the terms and conditions um and getting your money and I feel like there's just such a rife and very cruel system mm. around SMEs and when they actually get paid and that money that actually pays for the overheads and mm. um, you know the employees mm. working for that particular company so on and so forth how do people actually get around that yeah I think one of the key things you know and again you need to go through this process before you even start but I think one of the key things is that you have to budget and plan for this and how do you do that you need to have um, I would say a monthly running funds mm-hmm. for probably three to six months of your business because the biggest challenge is exactly what you've said is is that you've got a great product you've got a customer you make a sale yeah um, you need the money right now to order new stock for mm-hmm. the next customer mm-hmm. and um, and the money they tell sits, you they're going to pay you they're 30 pay in 60 days, days or whatever 60 it might be. days yeah, 100% if you're lucky it's 30 days yeah mm-hmm. you know it can't lucky. even be be longer and uh, and uh, and it is a it is a huge huge challenge I mean Look, and, 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 and I'm going to say this, but it's but it, but I don't think startups have this option. But more established businesses yeah. have a bit of a track record. Do things like purchase order finance and invoice finance, where you can actually, once you've invoiced the client, you can go to a finance house and they will buy your invoice. Or you've got a purchase order and you can go to a finance house mm-hmm. and they will fund that purchase order because you've got a firm order. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're starting um, businesses, you haven't got that. So that's why I say um, it's quite important um, as part of your, your planning and your setup of your business is to actually have funding to carry you through for three months if you don't get paid. Wow. So you can get and, – and it is very demanding. It's very difficult. But look, and that's why a lot of um, sort of – uh, businesses start on a very, very, very small scale. It's yeah. not sufficient to go it alone. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 a side hustle to begin with, mm-hmm. and then it develops into something bigger. That's why a lot of people have to go that route. You know, they have to work full time and maybe in the evenings on their on their dream and their yeah. their own business mm-hmm. because um, the funding out there is very unfair. It is, mm-hmm. and and when I say unfair, it's just the bigger institutions they're not incentivized to lend to the startup space because it's not financially viable for them yeah. um, which, and that's why you have all these developmental finance institutions like IDC and, mm-hmm. and there's a youth development um, but I don't think they there are enough of them mm-hmm. with enough funding to, mm-hmm. to, to call it develop the entire base and yeah. we all know what SMMEs can do for, for a country and, and for an economy that's the 
you know, that is that is the growth engine, and that's the big employer. Yeah, that's yeah. what so- solves your jobs crisis. Mm-hmm. Crisis is small and medium-sized businesses. Mm-hmm. So now, in order to actually mitigate, you know, this issue of uh, small medium enterprises uh, doing well and of course flourishing in an economy like South Africa, you know, what do you think needs to be to happen, rather, you know, um, in order for these small medium enterprises to also kind of flourish um, in a world whereby you know big consortiums are actually flourishing, you know, and they don't actually leave a space for like small medium enterprises. Yeah, look, you know, I think the pre- the BEE program mm-hmm. itself is actually quite a good idea, in in that it it is its the intention is to develop suppliers. Yeah, um, we know there's a lot of corruption in that space mm-hmm. um, where you've got. Um, front companies are doing that, but mm. but but it, but you know it can work actually very well mm-hmm. because, like you say, the problem here is that how do you compete with, let's say, you offer IT services? Yeah. How do you compete with one of the big larger players? They can they've they've got the uh, the resources mm-hmm. to always out outbid you, out compete yeah. you. So yeah. so how do you how do you actually do it? So that's why you need systems like that. Look, I've personal views. Uh, uh, around the BE system, and I mm-hmm. think it could have been done better. I think it's important, but I think it, it could have been done in, in a better way. Yeah. Um, but but those kind of things are there to to help develop um, these businesses. But you know, it's more than that. It's it's around what are the you know tax incentives. Yeah. It's around. Um, I suppose things like um, developmental hubs where you can uh, not just have tax incentives but have other incentives, for example, um, cheap uh, costs in terms of, of you know, utilities and, and, and water, electricity yeah. And, yeah. and premises and all those kind of things. But then, look, it takes money to provide those services sure. and, and we haven't got a government that has uh, that, that kind of money. So it is, a, it is a difficult thing. But I think a lot of it is to do with the private sector yeah. taking the initiative and helping um, develop um, even without... Uh, you know, specific system, but, yeah. but actually taking the initiative and and developing um, SMMEs, and, and many of them do. Yeah, but we could argue that it's probably not enough. Mm. You know, speaking about finances, you know, what mm. options are available to finance a business? Yeah, there are many options, yeah. and I'll list list a few. The one is firstly finance it yourself. So yeah. there we go. You know, you can uh, save over time, and you can self fund a business. Mm-hmm. Second one is is your immediate network. So we're talking friends and family. Yeah. Um, and that's, again, uh, networking, I think, is a critical component. Um, you know, and it's funny, it starts when you're very young. It starts at school. It starts when you do, you know, after tertiary education. That net- network's actually incredibly powerful. Yeah. And I always say, don't, don't ever make this mistake as a youngster of of burning bridges and alienating mm. people and doing silly things mm. like that because it actually can come back and bite mm. you in the future True. because True. that person could be a great that you may have you know alienated could be a, a great resource in your network that you've that you've you've blown so don't True. don't be, be a nice person mm-hmm. then um, there are things <laughs> such as small business loans and we talk about banks um, I think that's quite a high hurdle to get yeah. funding there, but it is available for mm-hmm. I think, but but more established businesses, and then develop developmental finance institutions like the IDC. Yeah, you know they've got programs, but again, it's a how do they fill the need? Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, you've got things like grants. Mm-hmm. So a grant is money without any kind of payback, and then yeah. you have the National Youth Development Agency. They can, yeah, they can help there. Is it working? Is it working? Yeah, for some. <laughs> but not for everyone. Yeah, not for you. I think it's a, again, it's a very big, difficult challenge. I mean, how yeah. do you actually cope with the sheer volume of mm. of, of need yeah. and demand? How do you yeah. how do you cope with that? That's one of the challenges. Okay. Secondly, is um, you can actually do a pitch to investors. Okay. You need a business plan for that. Yeah. In fact, for a lot of these, especially for 
you know, small business loans and grants, you need to have a very good and thorough business plan. Mm -hmm. But there, in terms of a pitch to investors, you are what we call selling equity in your business. Mm. So selling a stake in your business for funding. So you obviously got to have a very well thought out business plan. Yeah. You got to have a good pitch. You got to have a good idea. You got to have route to market. All these kind of things in place. Yeah. Again, business plan critical, yeah. mm -hmm. and you can try raise funding, and it can be very successful. Another one is venture capital. In mm -hmm. South Africa, we have a thing called an S12J, which is a huge tax incentive for startup businesses. Okay. Um, but again, you know, it's it's more suited to not. I wouldn't. It, it's you got to have some form of a track record, and um, so it's 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 also a bit of a challenge if you sort of grassroots startup. Yeah. Um, but there are great tax incentives there. Um, and then the seventh, the last one I've put down here is crowdfunding. Okay. Well, you what know, is crowdfunding? Crowdfunding is when you use a social media kind of network or platform mm -hmm. um, to raise to raise money. And, and there are various uh, crowdfunding platforms out there. Um, and there you would kind of pitch your your idea to social media mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to say back me. And you can do it for... for you normally do that with charities as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. There are many, yeah. And, and we've seen that in the past, you know, where um, there could be, you know, people put on a helper, help back a buddy, as an yeah. example. Mm. Yeah. You know. um, but, but it's, yeah. You, you had a question, Manny? Um, no, he can continue. I, I was just about to make more of a comment more okay. than a question. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. Because now, you know, we, we, we've been talking for, for quite some time right now, you know. Mm. I think we take like a young musical break, Nyana, you know, um, and then uh, go all the way to the beautiful country of Nigeria with music brought to you by Wizkid. Time now is exactly 53 minutes past 10 o'clock Central African time. Mr. Jean Fouy is out here in the building. Come give me some sweet love. Come give me some sweet Let's get on this one all the way from Nigeria. Number the song is called Sweet Love. A time now is exactly 56 minutes past 10 o'clock Central African time. Coming up in the next four minutes is going to be Lifestyle brought to you by the one and only your favorite letter Q from 2 until from 11 rather up until 2 p.m. CAT. Right about now we're actually still joined by Mr. Jan Furrier the CEO of Evolution Global Investment Solutions and of course today we are speaking about starting a business or doing your homework before you begin to actually maximize your chances of success. And today's last question is what are the key components of a business plan? You know um, I don't know how many times you actually emphasized the importance of a business plan, you know, but I don't think we really fully understand, you know, what really goes into a business plan. And of course, what is actually required um, from a business plan? Yeah, no, exactly. And I think, you know, when I made the the the, the, the sort of real life example of beginning the show around that, that restaurant on the circle with success, mm -hmm. again, that that's, that that was because a, a proper detailed business plan was done before. Yeah. And and I think that was a key reason why this entrepreneur went and, and on that journey and went and and. and and, and built that restaurant in that particular location, which, in my opinion, is very unfavorable, but yeah. and was highly successful. I think there was a very strong business plan in place. But let me run through some quickly some of the points. Mm -hmm. The first point of a business plan needs to have an executive summary. Yeah. That is, what is your company? What does it do? And why will it be successful? Okay. Second yeah. point is you put in there a company description. And here you need to provide detailed information about your company, where it's located, mm -hmm. how big it is, what you hope to achieve, and who your target market is. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Thirdly, in a business plan, you detail your products and services. So you describe what your product or services is that you're selling yeah. and what makes it unique. We talked about your unique selling prop, uh, proposition. proposition yeah. um, provide your pricing and then a comparison to the market. Fourth point, do a market analysis. Mm -hmm. Okay, So this is a detailed overview of the industry and if you can include some figures there. And what are the major trends and themes and talk about your target market. But trends and themes are huge because we know we work, we're going into this kind of digital age yeah. and make sure you are you are part of that and you are... Have a in, footprint. Correct. Yeah. And you're not, you're not in the past, you're going into the future. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. It's important because the world is changing quickly. Um, have a marketing strategy. Detail how you will price, promote, and sell your product. Then we look at a, at a management summary, mm -hmm. and that describes how your business is structured, how the business is managed, and who are the people, and what are the skills that those people have. Again, and this is all part of a process you're doing before you start your business, so you know, look, I need this person yeah. because I've got this type of business, and you make sure it's in place. Second last thing is a financial analysis. We go and we, we, we reiterate this all the time how yeah. important this is, but details of your financing, the financing of your business, the funding of your business, and what is needed for the growth of your business. Mm -hmm. And what will, how will the funds be used? Estimate your operating expenses and then financial projections. A business plan needs to project five-year forecast for for your financials and that you use to get funding so that's why it's important and then supporting information on the back of your business plan and that's just graphs charts statistics photos patents marketing material any kind of research and relevant data and that is a business pack that you can use again to to to, to approach investors and financiers and banks etc but also to have a roadmap that gives you the best possible chance of success when you hit the start button that's good Okay, that was a really nice rundown as mm. to what a business plan, you know, comprises of. Mm -hmm. But I yep. think there's a lot of people out there that mm. are very daunted by the jargon that you just used. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, it, it, just the idea of putting yep. it together. Mm. Okay. Um, I, I, I went to university, luckily for myself. I, mm. I am kind of familiar with, uh, you know, what it takes. But, like, at the same time, there are people with really brilliant plans that are probably sitting in the township somewhere, mm. but just don't necessarily know how to go about putting this yes. together. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, is there any way? Yeah, no, there <laughs> is. We can, there is. No, I like <laughs> that. We, can, we yeah. can make this easier yeah. for yeah. them, yeah. Yeah. yeah? No, there is. And, uh, you know, it's something that is... That is so key to success that yeah. there is a huge amount of online material on this and how mm -hmm. to do it and and there'll be sort of you know kind of uh, skeleton type of mm -hmm. documents mm -hmm. that you can use yeah, and build upon. But it is important to do. But again, I think actually one of the key things and uh, part of the question there is is, is having cheap internet access. Mm. And this is something we've talked about before. Mm. That is actually quite critical because True. that gives you. Access to information, correct, and and in, and you need the internet. You need that access to actually build the business plan. So not just the layout of the document, mm -hmm. but you can use it to apply for finance. You know, you can use it to gain knowledge. You can use it to, to further educate yourself. You can use it to find staff. You can use it to to look at your what your competitors are doing, mm -hmm. to price compare, and to and to uh, to source. So I think the internet. Low-cost internet is probably the most key thing that people need out there because that I think is the is the door that opens to the world and that gives you a chance Absolutely. to, yeah. to succeed. Absolutely. Mr. Jonathan, um, yeah. can I put him on the spot just one more time? Okay, cool. no I do want to know is, um, is is there any programs that you run um, to help or mentor young people? Um, no. <laughs> I wish I wish I had the time. I, yeah. I really do wish I had the time for that. I would love to. I mean, I have a I have a huge passion for for um, 
for, for business, but in the sense of I love to see what makes businesses successful. I love mm-hmm. it. You know, it mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I did give that example, Kenny, but it, why are some businesses... Um, when the odds are against them, and and just from, from you know from standing back and looking at them, you yeah. go what what made what made them so successful? What made them successful? And and someone else that probably had a superior offering or product, what made yeah. them? Mm-hmm. And I tell you, <clears throat> one of the key things is I've, I've, my personal experience is is the people involved. That is critical. Okay. You know, if you've got the right people, yeah. it also it's another factor that gives you a huge chance of success. And and especially when you grow your business, that is vital is that you you employ the right people that have got the right culture yeah. and mindset that'll help you take your business forward but I, but sorry to answer your question I, I wish I, I could run you know that type of can thing can that be a challenge for 2020 <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> every Monday 10 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> that's it ladies and gentlemen 2 minutes past 11 o'clock central Africa time I'm going to be back on your radio tomorrow morning between 8 and 11 a.m. CAT up next is your favorite later Q Mr. Janfrey thank you so much brother man have yourself a beautiful week and of course you're going to see him next week Monday right here on Trans Africa Radio otherwise go out there go rock give it to me give it to me now Send me the pics and the videos Ooh, she's on material Here we go, here we go, I got a bad one Except Shafi the Wuzit, except Shafi the Mocha It's your boy Tabang Mashile Mr. Morning Mayhem, the king of the morning And of course, do the most Tune in Mondays to Fridays Between the hours of 8 and 11 a.m. CAT Right here on the station right of the God Right here on the station of the God Trans-Africa Radio The only radio station that plays your 100% African music Do the most, don't miss out Tune in, tell a friend, tell them cozy That'll be out here on the station of the G.O.D.